Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen, everybody. That's my new intro phrase from Twitter. I forget who uh, came up with that, but you know, it's from Navi. Uh, today we're playing Fire Emblem Awakening, a new 3DS game, and uh, it's coming out in a couple days, so you get a sneak peek at it. And uh, I'm here with uh, Richard George. Hi. Brian Altano. Audrey Drake. <laughs> and this is Super NVC. 
It's like I totally every time. took it's that the from you. Light. Every time. Brat, it's brat every light. time. I brat love that. Ultra, more like. This is, the one of the, this is one of the coolest intro videos. It's ever. awesome. And I hope I, I I can't remember. So we we're uh, we're playing Fire Emblem uh, here live, quote unquote. Actually, yeah, Audrey actually recorded earlier, <laughs> but yeah. uh, it, it should look really nice. You guys should know that don't this is that. not my file. I would never play on normal casual. Well, I just don't, I want to be able to be like Audrey, move that way, yeah. and then she won't. But uh, hopefully we'll get to uh, get to see some cool gameplay first. I don't know how much of this intro is on here. Yeah. But Fire Emblem is, I believe, the 13th or 14th game in the Fire Emblem series. Well, a lot like of Fire Emblem I never games. knew. Yeah. Not, only a few of them have come to America. Yeah, only a few what, of like them have come to America. Sixth or seventh here, probably. Is this counting like all yeah, Smash Brothers, like too? Yeah, something like that. No. <laughs> no. It's, not. They're, they're been, it's actually a prominent franchise it's on Nintendo, Japan. Super Nintendo. They just... Uh, it's very they popular. Don't do, I mean, they do okay over here, but not all of them have come. Yeah, I'm sure a bunch of people out there have played a Fire Emblem game because there was a popular one on, G- on GBA, mm-hmm. um, which Sacred is Stones. free now. If mm-hmm. you, yeah, if, if you were an a ambassador. 3DS ambassador, you got Sacred Stones for free, and mm-hmm. that game's awesome, so you should yeah, play it. Yeah, and, and some, uh, some probably more hardcore people have been following the series on Wii and, th- and GameCube, right? And if you played uh, Shadow Dragon on uh, the DS, then you know all about Marth, who plays a prominent role in this game. Yeah, and Marth is also a character in Smash Brothers. Yes. In yeah, Melee, right? Uh, he's in uh, Brawl, too. He's in yep. Brawl, Okay. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. I I hadn't played most of a, a Fire Emblem game before, and I was a little skeptical. Well, I was totally skeptical. I didn't care about this game at all. Um, I got I, I started playing it to write about it a bit for the wiki, and uh, for, you know, I gave a copy to a couple of the people to just mm-hmm. play, and everybody's loved it. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, everybody, it's and, incredible. And I think it's just well, it's absolutely fantastic. Thing about Let's so talk about good. the review, yeah? Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. I, obviously, my review's on the side. I gave it a 9.6. And, uh, That's for, Audrey talking, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Not Brian. No, I know it's hard he to tell us apart with the braps, but anyway. <laughs> um, the amazing thing about this game, and I, I've been a Fire Emblem fan for a long time, but this is the first game that I've played that is... Something that anyone can jump right into if you're a strategy RPG fan, if you've never touched these games, or if you just. It's well, you easy can jump, jump into, into it because there's tutorials and stuff. But, there's but, amazing but tutorials. I you think can right cuss- away, though, it is, for me as a new player, it was like a wall of like organization and stuff like that. Yeah. But now that I'm on top of it, I, I learned it thanks to the game. The yeah, game the great thing is you can. Uh, the tutorials are incredible. They're seamless and you can turn them off if you don't want to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the customization is really why anyone can get into this game. You can choose to play on casual or classic mode and that means basically you're playing on classic if you guys this dead. This is crucial. They stay dead. Like there's no, it's like real life. Yeah, they so, don't come so back. As you, so this oh. is a turn. Let's just yeah. start at, at basics here. Classic life. I'm I glad just I'm learned on this something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you can play on casual mode, and that means that uh, your guys, after, if they do die in battle, they come back right after. So for people who just need to speed through the game, like I did when I was capturing, mm-hmm. or who are just not very good or very. Otherwise, you're going to be resetting your game a lot. Yeah, because in this game, you play like you go from battle scene to battle scene, and basically you're you're moving units and uh, attacking little units. I mean, it's just a management game, right? There's no like like action. You've got the grid based map, and you get troops around. I guess it would be like Final Fantasy Tactics, or like uh, there's a long history of these types of games. So if you've played any of those games, it's it's that type of game. It it has Mm -hmm. a lot of but your characters die. Similarities with Advance Wars, except it just has a lot more statistics and just sort of depth in terms of the game, you know, combat and sort of inventory management. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's from like intelligence systems, like the that. same people who same made guys, Advanced yeah. Wars. And so, yeah, it's got the traditional move your guys around the map. It also has things like weapons. You have to build up weapon proficiency. You have to make sure your weapons are in top shape or they could break in battle. And uh, one I cool thing that. is... <laughs> drives me crazy. Like, my axe, <laughs> um, my you something awesome to spend axe. your money on. But anyway, yeah, uh, you also uh, have to 
take care about who you put next to each other on the map because that informs how their relationships build and that uh, can affect. I was just the obsessed con- with this. I do love they, this do game. they fall in love? They, they do. can actually. They do. Really? They yeah, can fall in love, get married, and have babies, and you can recruit the babies. On the battlefield? Yeah. Yes. Dude, Your babies you can have will an army of babies. Battlefield babies? Battlefield babies. That's so dangerous. <laughs> That's a new franchise. I'd be like, don't yeah, shoot me. I'm delivering a baby boy. But yeah, it's just really cool. So, what do you recommend? Casual or. Classic for someone like me for babies first fire just play uh, classic babies well honestly it depends it's if no you it's really... important to keep your characters alive because like you need like if you're just like in a barrel through the game like you don't well the thing about classic mode is I that also keep, it's, keep in it's mind a cool that... pressure to have on you to, like, keep in keep mind I, I can't deal well with emotional loss okay yeah well Brian the thing about you, <laughs> that's you, the main <laughs> yeah uh, if you want to get the traditional fire emblem experience you should play it on classic because. Um, I mean, it just adds more weight to each character's mm-hmm. death. Like, if someone dies, their part in the story is over. You never get to see what happens to it. And, oh, my God. Um, like, it, it sounds terrifying, but it actually, when you're in battle, like, it makes you really think about how you're positioning everyone. And if someone dies, you get so upset. Because Do you ever, like, hit reset at the last minute just to save someone? I reset every time that happens. <laughs> I, I don't I let people die. I literally back out to the menu and close Oh, really? It, I never let anyone die in Fire Emblem. If, if I have one complaint <sighs> about yeah. the game, it's that there's no easy way to, like, quickly reset. You have the exit. Uh, mm-hmm. The game. You have to they don't account for everyone being menu. as crazy as we are, but yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the classic experience. But honestly, if you're trying to sort of ease yourself into the strategy RPG franchise or even Fire Emblem in general, uh, th- there's nothing wrong with playing on casual just so you can get into the story and get into the so just let, ease yourself into it, and then you can go back and play. On let me let me give you two other tips. Hardcore. <laughs> One is that you can turn off the battle animations, which is a really crucial thing because they take forever. And then it's just little pixel people fighting each other, and it's a lot more like aesthetically cool, I think, and, and mm-hmm. fun to watch. Well, another but thing is, a, if, if you don't want to turn off battle animations because you want to watch them sometimes because they are really cool looking, uh, you can also press a button to just speed through them or just press start a. to yeah. skip them. All and that together. was my other point is that you can press start to skip any cutscene in the game and like. Um, I, I I'm following a little bit, but it's like a little bit like Game of Thronesy, and there's a lot mm-hmm. going on. I just started good. skipping yeah. everything. I want to stop to make a comment about this cutscene here. It's really cool in this opening scene that it's from the first person perspective because and this obviously, is just the top screen of the 3DS. By the way, it looks great. Obviously, you create your little avatar for the game, so this is just a cool way to throw you right into the story and feel like you're really there without them not having anyone to show because they don't yeah. have artwork I mean, for the each avatar. The presentation and, and versatility and flexibility of the game is pretty incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Like you guys are saying, there's so many options that allow you to kind of customize it to however you want. So if you're like Sam and you kind of want to just like, let's get this battle over exactly. with. I want to see what the next thing is. Let's mm-hmm. do the next thing. Don't really care about the story. I want to fight. Exactly. Like, I want to do the strat. I mean, you can even skip cutscenes the very first time you yeah. see them, which is yeah. incredible. Like in old Fire Emblem games, anyone who's played the franchise knows sometimes like when you have to restart to do a battle because yeah. someone died, you're you have like to watch there. that thing over again and it can get yeah. frustrating. And this I mean, game looks amazing, by the way. Well, here's just, the, it's gorgeous. Yeah. The cool thing is like... Can you believe this is the top screen of the 3 There's very no, visual no, styles so cool in this game. Like you have the sort of anime-inspired cutscenes here. There are also CG scenes where they move around with their little... Uh, yeah. uh, there's three CG different models. ways people are, are drawn. There's like, like drawn, hand-drawn, sprites, it right. and then the CG really models. really fresh, and it just is gorgeous. Obviously, we're not we're looking at it stretched and not in 3D, but this game is beautiful. Later, you'll get to the places where there are like snow and sound effects, and it's just a beautiful game. The only thing, the only weird, it's kind of weird, it's just more of like their design detail, but they decided to not really give the characters feet, which I is sort of strange. They're all sort of, about they're that. all sort of like on their tiptoes, which is sort of weird, so you just imagine like this fantasy Game of Thrones it's ballerina like. Bo- like that's me why I didn't take Have you guys seen the, uh, like... <laughs> the DS version of That's Final Fantasy 4. 3 no. looks like that. It's, it's the 
the same like art style. It's, like some, it's like some Japanese yeah, art style yeah. that you see. Yeah. Um, but what's really cool, though, is that, like, you know, Sam, you like, you like to skip sort of the story stuff and just kind of get into the actual gameplay. Uh, but the presentation and the story in this game were actually really, really, really mm-hmm. good. Like, yeah, it's sure. not uh, something... The localization is really good. The localization is so amazing. Yeah. They really um, preserve each character's personality. Although I was and just playing humor. a character who, like, kind of looks like a, a, a pedophile, and he was like, I really like inappropriate touching. That's like, one of the lines he says. <laughs> and it's really well. creepy. And I was like, wow, that, I can't believe Did that you say got pedophile? Look- yeah. <laughs> that's a weird pronunciation on People that word. Like pedophile? too much. Yeah, I think that's the way to go on that one. Uh, Not like I'm an expert on this. Thanks for correcting me, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting, though, is that I've probably got, I don't know, 20-something characters sort of in my Mm -hmm. arsenal. And for the most part, they're all kind of unique. Um, There are a couple overlaps because I've street passed, and when you street pass characters, new types of sort of battle parties will show up on your map, and you can just fight Mm -hmm. them as sort of like... just improvised this battles is, in the midst the of the cool story. The thing is that all the characters are so robust that you get to yeah. a point where you're like, oh god, how do I choose my units to go into battle? Because yeah. you have to exclude some Yeah, and you people. want people to and level it gets up. Hard. So, to segue into that, this is the best Street Pass game that's out. And it's brilliant. I, what they I did think with this pass. is the best use of Street mm-hmm. Pass. So, when I, when I Street Pass with Audrey, her character, her main character comes into my game, and I can talk to that main character just on the map screen. Mm-hmm. And I can either buy, buy that main character to be in my game. So, I have like two main level type characters with her level and everything yeah like that's a huge asset for my team or i can fight her and get her for free Mm -hmm. and so when i fight that her she also has a team that i fight it's like her people yeah it's like copies of my people essentially uh, which of your team members you want to send out yeah street pass yeah Yeah. it sounds crazy because what if her level is 30 and mine is 10 well the good thing is that her characters are are controlled by the computer for one thing Mm -hmm. and i think based on the hard normal levels that i've mm-hmm. set my game at and like her her characters were really hard when i fought them yes. in the game but i was able to beat them because they're not run by her exactly and, and like yeah. i know how to like exploit my own character's weaknesses yeah, which yeah. she had a lot of exactly so it was really cool but yeah it's a really really clever use of I, the street path i just want to say like if pokemon does not do this sort of approach i Flip I can't like, imagine this that has they would have used Pokemon Street Pass. How would Pokemon pass. do it? Uh, same same idea. You, you set a team of like your Pokemon, mm-hmm. your six, and then when I Street Pass with you, maybe I can battle you. You know, I meet you in the world and then mm-hmm. I battle you. I mean, like that that would be incredible. I doubt, I doubt they would have you get Pokemon that way. That's you, could get a, you could get a cool item or something. Items or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what I, I was yeah. hung up. Because I really like getting her character. Like, I think yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing because every time I turn on the game or I exit a story battle, there's always stuff to do. So not only are there character relationships to manage mm-hmm. and sort of engage in and sort of see what's going on there um and, and and that's actually based on how you battle and what you're doing during the battle but then all of a sudden you know sam's crew might show up mm-hmm. or audrey's crew might show up and they're just you know milling around and they're mm-hmm. somewhere and you can fight them plus there's roaming enemies on the map that yeah, just show up yeah. in old towns that or you can buy beaten. a reeking box to summon enemies to the field to just plus, have someone to level up on. plus shopping plus dlc yeah yeah, like, DLC. I mean, the fir- for the first couple of months, they're going to have a new map every week for DLC. The first mm-hmm. one's free, and you can get Marth. We're going to have a video of that up today. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Marth from the original game. The we were just talking about that before the podcast. Yeah, so it is the old school. Is it classic Marth? It's, it's classic okay. Marth that, cool. that you get in this DLC. And yeah. it's cool because I just uh, captured that. Uh, that. There are lots of other classic Fire Emblem heroes in that battle that mm-hmm. you have to get Marth. Like, there's Ike. There's uh, oh, wow. Erica, a framed sister from Sacred Stones. It's just... That's cool. really amazing for people who have been following this franchise to like, see all these characters return. I think the one thing I would emphasize is like, so I had played Fire Emblem before, mm-hmm. not aggressively, not all of them, but I had played it before and I thought it was good, but mm-hmm. I, I was sort of like, eh, Fire Emblem, okay, mm-hmm. fine. And, and when it was coming out for 3DS, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. 
this is on a much different level. Um, I know it's a strat RPG, and not all, that's not always to some people's taste. Mm-hmm. But like this, for this franchise, ought to be recognized at least as like say maybe what Final Fantasy VII was for the Final Fantasy series, not yeah. in terms of game historical game context because FF seven was sort of a much bigger moment. Yeah, yeah. But for this franchise, this is that big of a step well, thing. for if, this franchise. If you're ever going to get into strategy RPGs or a Fire Emblem in general, this is the game to do it. Because yeah. it's so fluid, it's so seamless, yeah. it's so customizable, the characters are great, the story takes chances, like, this is the one to do it. Yeah. You know what's really cool? Monumental uh, from one thing is just system. incredible for the 3DS itself. Exactly. Like, really yeah. good 3DS game. One thing I noticed about like characters specifically, which I think is, it's a progressive idea that the the half at least half the characters are like women warriors and it's just like so unusual really, really they're not like they're sissy girls which are lame but then there's like <laughs> like the japanese like trope ones like i all i can do is dance yeah there's like the healers but and the dancers there's yeah, like yeah. there's like several knights that you have that are just the women like yeah. the women on my team are like generally the more aggressive powerful I characters have, like that's yeah. thank you for breaking well, I mean, those stereotypes Flavia, she runs that whole area yeah exactly there's <laughs> yeah. just a, there's a side character in the game that's like one of the well and so there's essentially two main characters mm-hmm. and if you play one of them as a girl then you have a girl only guy there, yeah, there too yeah. so it's like yeah. i don't know I, I just thought like thanks japan you, you're, you're coming really around cool. yeah. some of the, like my best characters are female like yeah, i have cool. this really but really the point is not mage. that you're best you know, and, and not that they're, they're yeah, like that necessarily they're good characters cool no, no, my point is that like they're not dressed in bikinis that they're yeah, like, that's they're, they're the same warrior class as the men they really contribute they're just women and they don't they don't like fall in love inappropriately and stuff it's just like it's just there's normal one... women acting like warriors cool. i have one yeah. i have one pair of characters they got married and uh the female like the the male's going off to battle and the female's like like hell if you think you're going out there and i'm not going out there. yeah it's, yeah it's, that yeah. stuff's kind of cool. Really cool it's just cool um yeah i don't know let's see what else the so cool brian kinda... have you played this at all yet nope okay he's you gonna want download to now? on sunday Dude, yeah, I want to now. Yeah, now it looks great. Uh, it's awesome. Monday. It eats yeah. time. It comes out Monday. It and like, uh, Rich I would just go home and I play this. for three hours. Uh, one of the cool things about the story too is like when it first starts out, you may think it's going to be oh, it's a traditional anime tale or whatever. But as it progresses, the story takes chances. It'll take you by surprise. Uh, yeah, you, some good stuff. Not me because I skip you, everything. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's really amazing how much the story can make you feel because yeah. you get so attached to the characters that when something happens, it's yeah. just remarkable. And that's not counting the impact much... that your own choices have. Like. Exactly. You yeah. might, uh, you know, a character might die, and you'll be like, "Oh, that sucks." Like yeah, I'm obsessive, yeah. and I'll restart the game. But if you're not as obsessive as I am, suddenly people will die, and you will not have them anymore. Yeah. And there, and it's more than just gameplay implications. Like characters have relationships; characters mm-hmm. can develop characters have together with each other. If someone dies, you know the others that are going to mourn for them. Not there anymore, yeah. 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 And like you can have like 30 characters or something, and they're all unique. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's one thing that's cool about the game too. Like what it has this collector mentality, like mm-hmm. Pokemon. So yeah, that's what keeps me yeah. playing. And so when I go into, like, a, a side quest battle, it gives you an option. You can either, like, mow down everybody, mm-hmm. or you can put one of your characters, only one of them, next to, like, a person on that mm-hmm. map yeah, that, that's Karen. called mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and you can recruit that person. Yeah, but it's them. hard yeah. to get near them and get mm-hmm. to them yes. sometimes. Well, the interesting sometimes thing... it's, like, an ass-kicking character, and it's like, how am I going to get over there without that character killing all my characters? The interesting thing it's is cool. you, you have to cool. keep that character alive to recruit yeah, them, too. Yeah, you have too. to, so, like, you you have to have be to nice to them until you get right next to them. You have to make sure that they don't try and attack someone with strike back and then boom they're dead you yeah. don't ever get to recruit no, them no it's a great so, mechanic great and, and, and means that you, to build out your stable of warriors you have to be like really careful about your tactics and mm-hmm. i think that's it, really cool. it's um it sounds weird to liken this because we keep talking about classic and casual and some people might be like well what's for me and whatnot yeah, and like yeah. the best way i can can compare it to is like uh chess and checkers mm-hmm. if you like checkers and you're totally cool with just playing checkers you can do that 
Um, that's standard so game. insulting, Rich. No, no, but it's that's cool. Like, hey, if you want to play checkers, cool. Uh, but the game is sort of meant to be played as chess. I mean, that's I'm a mousetrap guy myself. Shoots and ladders. But I mean, that's the thing too. Is that's a sexy game. Is there shoots and ladders? There are a lot of. Statistics. I think it's and, metaphorical. <laughs> All right, then. Um, there are a lot of statistics in this game, too. You know, just mm-hmm. lots of details. Strength, attack ratings, defense, resistance, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can actually simplify all that to just get a raw score. Yeah. To just have a very basic understanding of, oh, is this character really good or not so good in just one number? Yeah. And I like that, too. And that's another thing. The game uses the touchscreen really well. Like yeah. That's something that the DS has been out, the 3DS, for so long that you're sort of like, I've yeah, even touch used the touchscreen. I didn't even know you could use it's it. It's really cool. So you can either have the map displayed on the bottom, and there you can see... Oh, I say, but you're touching. You can see well, all see the... No, 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 I'll no, no, that in a second. More, okay, so you get more. all the troops that are active and all yeah, that. Yeah. But Or you can press the full button. You can see all the characters. You can have it full. You can have it condensed. You can mm-hmm. see all of their stats. You can see what weapons they have equipped. And you can see everything that before you just sort of had to guess or remember at. And if you click on something, yeah, yeah. like say you click on uh, the Falcon, you see a description of it. You see what it does. So just at the touch of the touchscreen, you can uh, see what that. your items do, what your weapons Even do. Better Learn something new every time I talk about how like, worn down they are. I was staring at this stat, and it was resistance. And I'm, you know, and like every RPG, slight, you know, will treat uh. some of these things slightly differently. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, what does that like, what mean? What speed versus movement? So I click on it, and it tells you exactly what it is, and mm-hmm. what it means, and what it does, and what it affects. And I was like, thank you, because you get items that'll be like raises your luck by two, and you're like, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it yeah. will tell you. I mean, luck is actually funny because they don't really tell you what it means, but everything else they will. Um, it's it's really well thought it's out. It's really handy. Really intuitive. Before you had to just sort of look it up online or remember it or yeah. find the guide. Or, by or, now. or the instruction manual. Yeah, but R- it's just... R.I.P. It's just right there, though. Yeah. It's really neat. So um, if you are going to uh, come by the IGN offices for First Friday, which is happening today by, by what actually... Like total coincidence, but uh, <laughs> it's a it's a uh, it's a thing where you can come by and see the office and eat pizza with us, and ask us questions. If you do, if you're going to do that, get fire on them so you can street pass with us. Exactly. Yeah, like then you can have all game. of us on your team. <laughs> it want. is. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think we've said this unless my brain is just melted. But uh, it is the best game on 3DS since Super Mario 3D Land, and, and second to wow, Super Mario 3D Land. Ab- it's absolutely. Yeah. Um, like and, if and you, those are radically different. Push and like this, this is the kind of thing. Push too. Yeah. Like if you own a 3DS, regardless of how you feel about strategy RPGs. You really need to play this game. You need to yeah. at least try it because it's, yeah. it's... try the demo. Every All right, single... you guys. <laughs> the damn game. Every yeah, Brian. Uh... Jesus, you had me a half an hour ago. <laughs> every person that get has out played... of the room <laughs> on, on Twitter. Every person that's played the demo has been like, "I'm buying this." Yeah, now. yeah. So, cool. Well, it's funny. I've gotten tons of tweets or comments on my IGN wall about people who are like, "You know what? I've, How much I've, did Nintendo pay I've, for?" Well, that too. But uh, I've never played a Fire Emblem game. It never spoke to me. But I played the demo. I read your review, and now I'm really excited for yeah. this. Like, this is it is well worth it. They shouldn't let that girl review it. Yeah, I've well, gotten that. Well, here's the thing. You've really gotten that? I really. On Operation oh, yeah. Raccoon City, they're like, why did they let the girl review a horror game? They get so scared so easily. <laughs> True story. You would, you would be surprised at the kind of crap that shows oh, up terrible. in her you know, wow. It's amazing. Stephanie Lee are, was on uh, Beyond the other day, and uh, the, one of the comments that had gotten like voted around up and down was yeah. like, it was like minute thirty five. This is why girls aren't funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does that even mean? Oh my God. Who knows? For what kind of person? Incredible. I just don't know. I don't know. I, how this I saw it when twenty thirteen people. Audrey wrote. Her, I wish I could uh, comment on that guy and say, "Life entirety. This is why you're alone." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh it's when so when crazy. Audrey wrote her virtual console article. There was just some tremendous, honestly, bullshit on there, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. Like I, I like went and alerted the mods. I'm like, go go kill some people yeah. or something. Especially something. 
something like that it's that's so opinion It's not an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole floor well, started okay. shaking. It's like, actually the pizza you? table being moved oh, into the position oh, where the uh, That is perfect. We're going to walk Friday. out of the podcast and get pizza and leave. Yes. Yeah. This day's coming how, together. That is how this should be always. Um, so we're at about 20 minutes. Anything? Any final thoughts on Fire Emblem? And I guess we can move on, right? I heard it's good. Read my review, please. Don't just watch the video And if you're an ambassador, you got you got a prequel to play, which is cool. Yeah. Although none of the stories are related, right? No, none of the stories are related. That's kind of cool about the series, though. For the most part, none of the stories are related. But if you do play the past ones, play Sacred Stones. Especially go back and play Shadow Dragon. You're going to want to play that after you play this. What is Shadow Dragon? It's the remake of the first game for DS. The very first game of the series. just regular DS. That's where Marth came from. Okay. But yeah. All right. And I think that was an old NES game, actually, right? Yeah, it goes way back. Yeah. The NES one is funny to look at now. It's, it's, it's crazy they were doing the same stuff on the NES. So, uh, another point of business, something really cool that we have here in the podcast room with us today. Uh, the giant Zelda book, Hyrule Historia, has come out here. It's better than the Japanese edition that came out. Because it's, it's in a, You can read it. Now. <laughs> it's in English. It's big. Not it's only shiny. that, but it's a nice hardcover, and uh, it's just... It's just there's so much stuff in it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really crazy how much stuff. Yeah, is in if you want to take a look at it, we did a Nintendo Nation on it. We sort of flip through it and go watch that. <laughs> yeah, uh, the one thing I really like about it is they expanded just the page, you know, just the page size. Uh, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the Japanese version's a little smaller. There's um, a preface by Miyamoto. Now. A lot of it's Skyward Sword concept art, mm-hmm. but it's really the second half that's just awesome because the second half is like an old school Zelda mock up art. Mm-hmm. There's like the the hand drawn, like this is the plan for the original mm-hmm. Zelda. There's the yeah. timeline. Like that alone, that sold me on the book. Me too. And there's, there's not a lot of that stuff in there, but the stuff that's in yeah, there, I wish is it was great. just that. You, you but... even see like, I mean, even just looking at the Skyward Sword section, there's just little notes where they're talking mm-hmm. about like this part of the bird is fur and this part is the feathers. Yeah, and, yeah. And and and, and when, when it comes to uh, Phi, they they like detailed like this part of her represents this part of the sword and yeah, this part yeah. is this mm-hmm. part. And you're just sitting there going like, you guys don't need to plan it out that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be okay. There's also a whole. I mean, so there's the the huge Skyward Sword segment. There's a mm-hmm. segment looking at all the past games. There's also this probably about a fourth of it just looking at all of the history of the games, mm-hmm. not only establishing so for once the timeline, the timeline, which is finally in English and finally yeah. understandable. And there's an edgy little manga at the back too, yeah, which I'm pretty sure is in canon. So Audrey, what is the first game in the Zelda series, <laughs> no, and what's the last three? The first one is Skyward Sword. The last theory depends on which split you're yeah, going that's right. by. So can you explain that split as explained oh in this book? Oh, God. So the, this is what we caused actually, a huge controversy when it came out, is that everyone yeah. thought there were two splits, right, after Ocarina of Time. It turns out there are three. There's one where, like, the hero is defeated. The one their hero wins, but he's... he's yeah, uh, she does he goes back <laughs> in time. So basically, right at Ocarina of Time, there's a split. Either... Link dies or Link Yeah, read exactly succeeds. what they're called. So the hero is defeated, the hero is triumphant. Exactly. Okay? They, so they assume there are two outcomes, even though when you play the game, you win. So, yeah. you know. But uh, <laughs> anyway, which makes a bunch of games sort of this, so that's like, saying how is this the, real? And yeah, no. it makes this false reality. So this me, is but. saying that Ganon, like, stomps on Link and he and that fairy doesn't come out and then a timeline is born? Cause, um, yeah. Well, no, because it's like, if Link's <laughs> defeated, then the sages come together and defeat Ganon. Oh, which okay. for me, so they, bo- they defeat him anyway. For me, that bothered me because it's like, oh, so I'm meaningless to the story. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I sort beat him Sort of, that is a little weird. <laughs> the story yeah. is meaningless to the story. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So, so, from, so, there, okay. so from there, if Link is defeated, and this, this does make sense in this capacity, Link to the Past details this imprisoning war and Ganon's trapped in the dark mm-hmm. world and all this stuff, or, you know, creates it trapped and then he creates a dark world and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that goes and Link to the Past and it kind of goes into the Oracle games, the original Zelda and the adventure Link. And if he wins, that, if he defeats yeah. Ganon in Ocarina of Time, then it splits from there and you have the child reality 
where he's still a kid because he goes back exactly. and he's a child. So do you remember thing. that, Brian? At the end of Ocarina of Time, what the, the final cut she scenes is back. actually that Link so is young. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because he, he meets Zelda it... again for the first time in the end of Ocarina of Time because <clears throat> yeah. he's little. And that's and goes, the ending they show. But they're also on. saying Majora's he stays Mask, old. Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, and Four Swords Adventures are all on one timeline. Uh, right. That's uh, I, that's the worst timeline. <laughs> My favorite part is that like if you Wait, see Majora's Mask. No, nah, I don't like that game. Wow. Anyway, don't hey. don't hate on Brian. He's entitled to his opinion. But you Thank like Ocarina. You. <laughs> you like Ocarina. I love no, every Zelda game. I First just, of all, I'm not about why that does one. Audrey defend your taste in Zelda games, whereas I bash Skyward Sword just a little bit? I never hear the end evil. of it. No. <laughs> that's evil. Skyward Sword is like Sacred Cow to these guys. You have to be careful yeah. about that one. Yes, it's like Sacred Cow. Anyway, uh, my favorite it's thing like here smushy. is that, yes, don't mess she's, with Smooshy. She's already over defending me. As that's a stuffed cow on Audrey's desk yeah. for those who are listening. Everyone knows Smooshy. Okay, anyway, my favorite part about the timelines, there's a little paragraph right before it where they explain that basically it's all bullshit and they reserve the right to change it at any time. <laughs> so it's like, thanks, guys. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, this might, I mean, this is what we know now, but, you know, facts may come out soon that change these. Do you remember or... <laughs> before we had heard any of this, it was like, some, there was some quote that was like, yeah, I have that all on a napkin. Yeah, yeah, goes, I, yeah I have that on some that. piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah here's how they <laughs> and nobody believed them, but yeah, maybe they true. did. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> here's how they described the Heroes Triumphant era, by the way. It's uh, the section of timeline where Link triumphs is further divided into two separate realities. The child era where Link returns to his original time and the adult era where the hero of time disappears and Ganondorf is free to return unopposed. Wow. Whoopsie. <laughs> but why does he disappear and why is Ganon? Uh, I don't know. Is that the Wind Waker one? Uh, yeah, that, okay. that, that then goes, Ganon is resurrected, Hyrule is sealed, and then flooded, Wind Waker, Phantom Hourglass, Spoilers. and then Spirit Tracks. Yeah. That, I like that timeline. Yeah. I really like my Wind Waker if timeline. If I had to pick one. Really? Actually, that I, is the timeline you pick with the yeah, DS games? I, I For contemporary no. New, no. newer games, I think I so, pick, too. I pick the one where I, I pick the I false the reality games. where Link dies because then I get no, Link, Link to, the, to past. the Past and Link's Awakening. Yeah. Okay, the yeah, original I'm, I'm, voting, game. I'm voting on that one then. Yeah, because yeah, you like change your mind now. Those are my three favorite Zeldas right yeah. there. So. <laughs> It's funny because yeah. if you uh, listen weird. to the story in A Link to the Past, it says that the sages were the one that sealed up Ganon. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, that's, At the, afterwards that's it says, what happened. Oh, by the way, this is all bullshit on a napkin. Yeah. That's in, that's in the credits. Are you saying that's what it says? In Link to <laughs> no. the Past, it says. Ganon was sealed away in the, by the sages. By that's the why they're looking okay. for the he daughters of the sages. He gets sealed into the sacred realm and exactly. corrupted. Because I remember when they were explaining when Link to the Past came out, they're like, "Oh, those first two Zelda games take place long after this," which is yeah. which I thought was a cool idea. It was to begin pretty with. cool. That was the first like, time. That was that, cool. So the NES Zelda, the original, is the is last it? game. No, no. Adventure of Link is after Link, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. They established that right away. Okay. Um, because Adventure of Link. It is the same uh, Link. Hopefully, too. I don't have to say spoilers, but Ganon's dead in Adventure of Link, and they're trying to resurrect Ganon mm-hmm. in yeah. Adventure of Link. Mm-hmm. And um, Link learned how to jump. Yeah, here's here's yes. uh, that thing that Audrey reference, uh, referenced. This chronicle merely collects information that is believed <laughs> to be true at this time, and there are many obscured and unanswered secrets that still lie within the tale. As the stories and storytellers of Hyrule change, so too does its history. <laughs> Hyrule's history is continuously woven tapestry of events, changes that seem inconsequential, disregarded without a shrug, could evolve at some point to hatch new legends and perhaps change this tapestry of history itself. That's a really so fancy way of saying that none of this matters. <laughs> See, to me, like, did you, guys, did you guys ever watch Three Stooges? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, you know how on the oh, Three Stooges, so yeah, every this. every single episode they have like a different job and they live in a different place yeah. and yeah. they never have to explain why. They're it's just like, like the Simpsons. Yes. Oh, we're fine. Yeah, everything today. resets. It's like the, the Simpsons. End. Exactly. The part, That's it. the way I yeah. always saw Zelda. Where it's like you know, there's a hero in time and he wears this green thing and he fights monsters yeah. and puts the power on the guy's I think the only time I really started thinking about it was with the Minish Cap, where it's like, okay, this is clearly the first. Well, it was the first. They told. They said at the time like this is called the you know the Master Sword. All of that. That was like part of its its appeal. Everyone's. I was crazy for saying that was you know, the first. Screw you guys, that was right. <laughs> no, no, they said at the time, it was like, this is the earliest one, because this is how Link got his hat and his costume. Yeah, this, this, about about, yeah. this is the weird thing about all this. I agree with Brian. Like, I kind of preferred, for the most part, these existing just in their own little spaces, with maybe a couple of them being related mm-hmm. at the time, because some are clearly tied together. Yeah, well, like Ocarina um, and A Link to the Past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, de- I never saw the need to, like, try and string them all together into yeah. one coherent thread. I was fine with, like... There are different links, yeah. and some of these stories contain the same link. And four swords doesn't matter. That's what yeah. I was like, Clearly, Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass <laughs> take place right I, after. I will note yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense, but... Mm-hmm. They didn't try to figure out where Link's crossbow training goes in this no. continuity, and I am just pissed well, about it. I know, that's messed and, up. And they mention... There's a page in there that mentions, like, weird Zeldas, and, like, it actually mentions, like, Zelda BS, which is uh, which well, was the Satella View version mm-hmm. of yeah, the yeah, like, yeah. Super Nintendo remake of the first Zelda. Where which is really are cool. those... Um, but it, in this story, our hero finds a satellite. And, like... <laughs> well, I, I thought so they were going to go as far as to like mention at least the, the, the CDI ones and like put some art in there and mention yeah. the cartoon. So I don't, I don't know. That, like maybe there's some rights stuff with that, but I wish like in a, a Zelda book they would at least just be like these exist because it's just cool. Yeah, there should yeah. be like an oops page. I don't care how stupid <laughs> they are. Like, yeah, we I, think, I think they're cool. Yeah. If they I really want to sure. know. I want to see like also old merchandise. I love old Zelda merchandise. Oh, yeah. There's a little bit of that. They do. Yeah. There's just there's there's one page just some of great stuff in here. I mean, anyway, so Hyrule Story is out. There's two editions. Uh, is one of them soft cover or is it? It's I mean, coming out after this one sells okay. out. This is limited edition. Yeah, just get this one. Don't bother with that. Yeah, soft if you cover want to get garbage. the pretty version, jump on it now because it was it's a, hard to find already. For US people, on Amazon yeah, exactly. For US people, it's on Amazon it, for it's, super. It's cheap. like twenty bucks it's on Amazon, bucks. which is mm-hmm. almost half of the MSRP. So yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It's really good. Any Zelda fan should own it. I mean, any Zelda fan should probably own the Japanese just version for, too. But now you can read it. And so just for cool. Nintendo yeah. to like open their archives and like show yeah. any development of like mm-hmm. any type of game has been like a new thing that they're tr- they're doing yeah. more and more. Mm-hmm. The Wada ass and stuff, and I, it's always great. I love. I, I would just like a book of a Wada ass stuff. You know, like oh, they show off yeah, great totally. concept art, and but that's yeah. what this is like. It's I would, like wow, it's that's the funny the thing is my favorite n- games. Nintendo is so walled off that when they finally let us in there, like it's just this fascinating. It's like going into like seeing how toys are made or something like that, where you're like, wow, this is how this. It is how toys are made. Yeah, exactly. But and dreams. I was just happy it came out because for a long time I mean this game this book came out over a year ago in Japan mm-hmm. and there was just no sign of it even as late as last summer and yeah. then finally finally we heard that it was coming um, kudos to Dark Horse for actually bringing it out oh it's um, the comic book company Dark Horse is great yeah. at bringing yeah. out things that people don't want to bring they're also out. putting out uh, Art of Bi- uh, Bioshock <laughs> Infinite not much about Dark Horse's comic books <laughs> uh, no they're great they um, Dark Horse also does all the Star Wars comic books not anymore um, yeah true with Marvel who knows um but it's really cool. They're also doing Bioshock Infinite, uh, the art book for that. Um, yeah, great for them. And it's actually probably will rank as one of the best-selling books of the year in the comic book industry because mm-hmm. the scale for comic books is so low. Yeah, that, like, yeah. Well, I mean, it was number one when it first good. went on sale. And then the day it came out, it went number one again. Yeah, so it's, it's huge. Uh, go get it if you haven't. Really good stuff. Anyway, the, the score is really nice in this. Oh, yeah. the, the, oh, the music is like, gorgeous. Uh, it's great. It sounds oh, like uh, Lord of the Rings a little bit. One other thing, you, you guys aren't hearing it in uh, what's going on here, but all the little characters have little like, yeah, woo, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And you can actually, Krom. But this is the thing, you can yeah. turn that off, because it was annoying the hell out oh, of me. Oh, you turned it off? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
So that way you don't. It's funny because Rich was complaining about, it and I was like, dude, what? turn it off. Yeah, you just turn it <laughs> they off. Have, like the little Japanese emotions too. Yeah. Like, but <gasps> if you turn, you can also uh, choose to turn that off and or the voices in the cutscenes too. So, so you can completely customize how much of those voices you hear, and you can put it in Japanese or English, which is amazing. Most yeah. games. I have this weird glitch where like my cutscenes are in Japanese, but then the little yeah, woo, crumb and all that <laughs> stuff is in English, and I don't. That's know That's also happened. Japanese. You just don't know Japanese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because the, the, what's annoying is they'll sometimes be like, "Really?" And, and, yeah. and the best part, <laughs> yeah. the best part is when they're like. Uh, they'll say one word, but the VO does a different word. So someone will be like, I, you know, understood. And, and uh, the VO will be like, agreed. Ro- Roger like, that. Wait, like, wait what? a minute. Yeah. Which one like, was know. it? Yeah. It's silly. So. I, I kind of like it. Um, so news there's time. a couple other little news bits besides mm-hmm. uh, what we've talked about so far. And one, uh, one really cool one that uh, I'd like to uh, point out is that Smash Brothers Melee is going to be an Evo <laughs> That's cool. competition yeah. title this That's year. Awesome. Evo is the world's biggest... Uh, fighting game competition. Mm-hmm. It's never had anything like Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. It's always it's like you know Street Fighter Four, Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. The, this is the type the of games that they do. Like Street Fighter Four. Guarantee you, it'll be no item sim. Yep. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet. But they, uh, they, did, they did a fundraiser. You need to do a fundraiser on items versus no items. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and, and, and as part of that, uh, a game was decided to add to the roster, and, and it was it's, it got settled on Melee, which is the GameCube. Uh, Smash Brothers, yeah. which is just really cool. Say, I, that would be fun to watch. We'll, yeah, like, pros playing that. Yeah. this at Evo is going to be a good, good there is a, thing. There is so we'll cover dis- that at IGN, by the yeah, way. Yeah, there is a slight disclaimer on that, which is they have to like verify the, the fundraising or something like that. And it, it's sort of like it, it made it. It is number one. It mm-hmm. should be added as the eighth game to Evo. There is still a little more like technical whatever. But I can't wait to see it. basically did it. They're going to have trouble finding enough game cubes. To <laughs> yeah. Well, you might put it on a <laughs> Wii, I guess. Put it on Wii's and then just plug in memory cards. It's all complex. Yeah, <laughs> it is a little, a little complex. But you know what? The GameCube has a handle, so everybody can bring it. That's true. true. That'd be <laughs> embarrassing Actually, if they booted it up and they didn't have the four. I don't know that you'd have trouble finding <laughs> GameCube. No, no, you wouldn't. I've just been selling for like thirty that. bucks. I think. Yeah. You know. Thirty bucks. I think so. That's your Wind Waker <laughs> ticket right there. There you go. Yeah. Coming out in HD soon, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't wait. I'm just so excited. Yeah. Every time I hear, I forget about that. I remember. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be great. We Stop get? forgetting about it. <laughs> I will. What's up uh, moving on, um, we had a uh, kind of a quarterly investor report, which sounds boring, but as part of that, we get a bunch of uh, behind-the-scenes Nintendo news. Yeah, and uh, there's some cool stuff in there, like uh, Rich and I were talking about earlier. I think the big points of interest are that there's not going to be a price drop for the Wii U. Yeah, Iwata is like emphasizing, like, this is not happening. Our goal so, is to make sure people understand why Wii U is important, why you, why Wii U has, you know, has games coming up. That This mm-hmm. is why they did that thing last week, where they're like here's all of these yeah. games well yeah, yeah. and we the only reason people would expect the price drop is for well, for a couple of reasons one is that 3ds got it about now yeah right mm-hmm. yeah well, but 3ds another... was doing much worse than the wii u is like the wii u yeah. hasn't met their sales their expected sales numbers but it's still it's, well the three the 3ds was what seven well. seven months after exactly yeah, yeah. so it's been seven two, months it's been two months there could always be a reaction well. to console information yeah, from I mean, xbox mm-hmm. and this is and the thing is all this is subject to change i mean in five months like you said you know nintendo could decide to do it obviously yeah. Yeah. um so another well, we said for right now they're they're really struggling right now because they have no freaking games coming out yeah that's yeah. just obviously a problem. He so. said something like, we need Fix to make it. it more apparent how good the system yeah, is. I mean, we don't, yeah, I think one of the things they talked about was struggling just in getting the people to identify the brand. Yeah. I think that they're still yeah. struggling there. And people th- like us, we get it. And we think people are stupid for not understanding that this is the Wii too, mm-hmm. but they didn't call it that. I would love so. to see some they don't numbers for how many yeah. kids got a Wii when they asked for a Wii sure. on Christmas. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I, I think all it really takes That's is so just sad. they need some really... 
smart and really ham-fisted marketing to just say, this is what this thing is. It's new, and uh, it has these games, and you can play them now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another cool thing that came out of that report was that um, Nintendo has been seeing a lack of uh, third-party support already for the Wii U in America. Yeah, 3DS. And 3DS, yeah. But so, so what they're going to do to counteract that is help uh, Japanese games get localized. So yep. we win. Basically, yeah, basically. We're going to get a bunch of great Japanese games. Like, yep. remember last cycle, we had you know yeah. Xenoblade and stuff like that. Like, it was all in limbo. Like, Hopefully that means that we'll get more stuff from here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is basically what they're seeing is that Japan, the uh, 3DS in particular, has just dominated. It just took off. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and they have Monster Hunter and have all these things. Um, but Apple will crush over here. When you look, <laughs> yeah, well, you look at you look at companies like EA and and some of these groups, and they're not supporting Wii U, but they're also not supporting the 3DS, so there's not. And so Iwata's solution is basically like, look, if you won't bring your third party games from Japan over, because we've been seeing like a lot of lag there, you know, yeah, like we yeah. don't know about Bravely Default Cross Zone finally got announced, but mm-hmm. for a long time we didn't know about that. And uh, there, we don't there are need other a games. game called Bravely Default Flying Fairy. <laughs> we don't need, do that need that honestly, game. <laughs> honestly, cut off. The game is amazing. Looking, yeah, the game uh, is but cool. cut off, I mean, honestly, cut off Flying Fairy, and you have a perfectly sort of perfectly logical... similarly meaningless. Name. Bravely Default. Yeah, <laughs> well, kids are going to run out and buy that. One. Actually, you know what's funny is that the title. I like Bravely Asphalt. But <laughs> they, they they directly correspond to the gameplay mechanics, which is weird. Um, yeah. But they anyway, the game, the game... They directly well. correspond to how much it sucks to be a dad in Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, getting them this flying so fairy game. What is the game called? Flying Bravely fairy? Default. I'm just going to get him a football, whatever. <laughs> um, just going to get him a Wii. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is that everyone... Call of Duty on it. Everyone thought that uh, Bravely Default was coming here when they trademarked all the Bravest, but that turned out to be that horrible iOS game. So. Yeah. Nintendo sad, should sad. also That's... localize some American games for their Wii U. Like Tomb Raider, <laughs> that would be yeah, nice. Bioshock. A, uh, that's a whole other thing because Madden, yeah. Madden Twenty Five just got announced, and there's no. Yeah, that's game. another yeah. little yeah. tidbit. Is that but so Madden wasn't announced for anything but PS3 and Xbox, and it's called Madden Twenty Five, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah, they're getting away. But from that, the years. but we know it's going to come to probably the next gens if they're out when Madden comes out, so. and we know it'll come to PC. Maybe I don't know. They just didn't announce it for anything but those two. I don't know why. Yeah, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it's it's weird. But I wish. Wii U would have been at least part of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody wants to play Madden on Wii U. Anyway, I think, I think what sometimes I what happens because it doesn't sell. I think Nintendo sometimes likes to pull some of these announcements into their own stuff, and we and and, and this is not confirmation. Maybe. This is not confirmation of anything, but like just one theory, maybe a glimmer of hope is that Iwata even mentioned that they want to do a very third party focused Wii U presentation at some point. I want to sure. see him talking about football be... in that white background. Yeah, yeah they're going to well, do a direct would... for 3DS and for third parties. I wouldn't Madden. be surprised to see that get pulled in there. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, it, honestly, some someone like Reggie would probably present that one. That's really funny. Yeah, but, uh, yeah we'll see. I have no idea, but that could be. Like, hello, part white of it. people. <laughs> so, final order of business is uh, a little thing happened yesterday, and uh, we we're, we're caught us all off guard. And uh, we got a, a little video in the mail which said that there's something happening on February 20th. Oh, oh okay. I was like, so what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what happened? I know, because it's not Nintendo news necessarily, honestly, but it I will knew. impact yeah. Nintendo. This and it's a big deal. The PS4 is going to probably be announced that day i already yeah. suspected this was happening yeah it's uh so they're absolute total liars when they said they'd let xbox go first a couple weeks ago yeah they were... that was very sweet of them yeah yeah, Did they say that? Like, Thanks, guys. yeah. literally really? a couple yeah. weeks ago what did they say uh, that they're gonna let xbox they go that's first. what they said they literally, literally said we're gonna so let we can microsoft ex- make their next gen announcement first do they know that maybe that's it gonna happen first Unless it's they not. announce it in the next two weeks, I doubt it's it. Not. Yeah, it could be. Um, <laughs> do you think? Do you think this uh, caused Nintendo or forced Nintendo's hand with that no. recent thing I where they announced all so. those Nintendo games? Nintendo does its own Fiscal thing. Report, yeah. But they would have known, I bet. That. Yeah. Fiscal report caused the yeah. fiscal report. Yeah. Yeah. 
for sure. I um, mean, I, I I think it's what I'm referring to, by the way, is that Nintendo announced you the, know all the those, yeah. Yeah. those games. Yeah, yeah. This is just going to be yeah. yet again another generation where you'll be playing your 360 games and PS3 games and you know PS4, 720, or whatever. And then when you want to play Nintendo games, you'll turn on your Wii U. Yeah. That's, just that's the way it's always what, been. What it's for like you go yeah. to those systems for a certain thing, and you go to your Nintendo system for the Nintendo yep. franchises and for the games that come to those. And then we had that story with Tomb Raider where they're like, we tried to make it, but we couldn't come up with anything for the controller. It was like, well, like, then stop designing games because be more creative. Because if you couldn't get over that bad. hurdle, like I could have figured out how to put the map on the screen. Look, it was yeah, weird. go back well. to full sale or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. No, seriously, that's pathetic. Well, here's the honest truth, and like honestly, I could have written the feature like, oh, five things to do with this controller. I, I don't even buy their or excuse. Or don't do anything. Just yeah. leave the or just leave it. Yeah. I don't. I don't buy their excuse. Like it, it's a ludicrous excuse. Really, what the excuse is that people allocate budgets years and years in advance. They develop on certain cycles years and years in advance. And yeah. here comes this weird console that Nintendo probably wasn't telling them a whole lot about. Nope. And they probably so, didn't have a dev kit or yeah, anything like that. they probably didn't have a lot of information. Not... And are you going to, like, disrupt your multi-million dollar development project to try and add in another console that probably won't yeah. have a whole lot of people? It's only three million worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. You just know? say, oops, we forgot, rather than, oh, don't our, our team you... of brilliant game designers had <laughs> a temporary say, brain wanna. fart. Don't, don't even say, that more. I yeah. forgot. Sure. Just yeah. say, it didn't fit within our established development but, sure. cycle. But it's, that's that's happened with other stuff, right? Because I think that there was something about Bioshock and Wii U also, right? Where they were just like, we never planned for it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing is like that was going to happen. Nintendo came out but early enough. But it sucks. Enough. I mean, it doesn't mean it's no, not bad. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's terrible. It, it's yeah. not great. And and I think that there is a, a lot of blame that can go at Nintendo for doing this. I mean, had they wanted to make sure, you know. But they, they did get so, Assassin's Creed so spo- Batman. Spoilers, spoilers like that. guys. But yeah. Tomb Raider has a map when you hit the pause button. Ah. There's an idea. <laughs> yeah. We could plant a little tree there. How about Brand's that? Brian's going to leave us soon for game development. But yeah, if you, exactly. If you look at games like <laughs> Assassin's Creed and even Epic Mickey or, uh, you know, all these other Wii U games, they had to go and get an entirely another, uh, a separate team of another sure. dozen, two dozen guys to go make this version, to port it over, make mm-hmm. sure it's working right. So it's a lot of money. And, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, it's hard to develop in this gen. And yeah, you know. I just, I, I'm just saying like yeah. be, after launch, we have had so little other yeah. third party mm-hmm. announcements that I'm like now now I'm like, like at the beginning I was like man they got everything and it's like wow now they have nothing well, yeah. like, why is there no, no yeah, third party uh, I... that that just mm-hmm. comes down to I, I think I mean who knows you know there could be a lot of reasons for this it comes down to Nintendo not talking to people mm-hmm. you know I, I think that's just really it they, they, they came at a strange time you know everyone is gearing up for the next Sony Microsoft stuff at the end of the year or give or take and they're finishing up this gen now and you know wii u sort of doesn't fit mm-hmm. into those boxes. it's caught it's and caught like, between worlds basically and i say yeah. this all the time but people forget that's how modern launches are remember the ps3 True. how many years was it before that had a library you know no, it no, takes time but, but wii u had a great library, a library at launch though then. i think it's like kind of different and just in that i think the mm-hmm. wii u had a great stable but now it has to build now up like it didn't snowball exactly yeah, yeah. It kind but of yeah, like I, the snow fort melted i completely <laughs> agree with you audrey um I, I, if you look back at some of the comments people were making after the 360 launch which went on to become the most beloved console of all yeah. time yeah. We're well, sitting there for two I don't months want to play Cameo for the next six months. Nobody <laughs> did. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the 360 and PS3 were worthless for their first year yeah. or two of yeah. existence. Yeah. I was just like, this is silly. And I was, uh, I forget why, but I was doing some research on the 360 sort of evolution of its uh, operating system and mm-hmm. just like a user interface. And it was terrible. At oh, the yeah, beginning. it was awful. The blades, it was silly. The blades yeah. it's terrible now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's terrible, terrible now. It had a great, when it great launched, thing going. Funny, and now go it's back terrible. and look at Halo 3. That game looks shitty now. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> you, it, it, you, it takes time for people to learn how to best use the system, how mm-hmm. to make the most here's, out of it. Here's the question is like, will they? Will they take mm-hmm. that time? 
And that's Nintendo a big will. question. And that's a Nintendo Peach developer. Nintendo is going to make some great HD games. And, yeah. and I mean, this is another thing that emerged in the financial report, and they briefly mentioned it in the Nintendo Direct, is their thoughts, thought process is now, you know, yeah, not all developers are just flocking to us, so we're going to go to them. We're going to make certain partnerships, find certain things we can yeah. collaborate on. That's why, and it sounds weird, but Shin Megami Fire Emblem exists and they say there are more in the works. So, mm-hmm. and and I, I hope not all of them are crossovers. I wouldn't mind seeing like Nintendo and Capcom collaborate on some new IP. Mm-hmm. I love um, the new crossover thing. I think I it's like so the cool. Idea. Did we I, talk about that on the last podcast? I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, we talked about okay, a whole yeah. bunch of stuff on the okay. last one. Um, but it's also like the Nam- Namco team developing Smash Brothers, stuff like that, mm-hmm. finding other teams to I'm a little help. worried about that. That's a clever way yeah, to use we'll other talent to yeah. you know, further their own franchise. Yeah, and I mean, it, as much as I want Pac-Man to be in it. <laughs> no, please. Anthropomorphic Pac-Man freaks me out. How about just Blinky? Okay. Yeah, that would be okay. What about if it's all four guys and it's like they're just like kind of like you play like a big ice cloud, cloud or something? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so yeah, I mean that's uh, I I like that idea. Um, you know, they also sort of alluded in the financial report that they're going to be showing some stuff at GDC or talking about more developer opportunities at GDC. We know that they're becoming more flexible with the eShop. They're no, they're almost like Steam now. Uh, they're, yep. they're they licensed Unity, which mm-hmm. is this very versatile, powerful engine that a lot of uh, indie developers use. So. In a weird way, we could see like this, you know, unique collaborations, Nintendo games, and a ton of indie games yeah. on Wii U, mm-hmm. and that could actually be kind of a cool idea. I know? think they they just need a couple of those core titles, and they need a couple like put out a Nintendogs and get all the casuals yeah. going. Well, this is great. I can pet they my dog on my brain TV. Age coming Speaking out, of exactly. which, yeah, I can't believe so. that there's another Brain Age coming even, out. Like, we I don't have it either. So, and it comes out it's, hypothetically. It's too bad, here it's called something lame like concentration training, uh-huh. but in Japan it's called like demon Devil training. training yeah. Which demon one would you buy? Come on. Actually, I saw the 3DS demo, and they have that dude, and he's like. A Satan. He's now. like, okay, I'm going to turn yeah. into a devil. And he was, I was screenshot that like years ago. I loved it. It was like Kawashima as a demon. How'd you do, by the way? I, oh, I down, well, I downloaded the demo and it goes, today we're going to do some math. And I'm like, shh. Oh, and it goes, <laughs> goes, well, so we're going to ask you a question and then uh, you're going to answer it, but it, it's not the answer that to that question. It's, like it's the question to the back. next question is actually the answer for the. And I was like, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> How did you make math worse? <laughs> I've never been so mad. I just cl- I closed my 3DS as hard as possible. Did you guys, like, you damn devil, leave me alone. <laughs> did you guys ever get into the original brain training? Like, what, when the hype hit? I did until I was it huge stopped recognizing it. my, and I was like, blue, yeah. brew, <laughs> brew, brew, <laughs> blue, blue. I never understood when I was writing a five, was like, nope, so you're like, an idiot. You I was like, no. I liked Big, Big Brain Academy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I just like I, it's funny to think about that era and like how those were such mainstream things yep. that those sold the DS. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like yeah. how weird is that? that? That a brain training game, and then everybody made brain training games. I mean, there are grandmas all over the place with DSs and still brain yeah. training. Probably Actually, such I, a funny I, fact. I don't know if I told the story. It completely blew my mind. I was home for uh, over the Christmas break, and I was meeting some of my girlfriend's like extended family, and her aunt was like. Pulled out an original DS, like the big fat one, and she's just. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Just doing my daily brain training." And I'm like, "Still?" <laughs> wow. And she's like, "Yep, doing it about three years now, three or four years." That's I'm like, awesome. "Holy crap!" Like she logs in After every that, single day. She's like, "Do you want to know the capitals of every country?" <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: is like, uh, especially when I've been in Japan the last couple of years, but also just around here every mm-hmm. now and then, much more in Japan, you still see those DSs everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. everywhere. It's crazy. Um, to me, have, it's like when you see somebody on the train with like a flip phone, and you're like, "Oh, that's so cute." I had a flip phone <laughs> until so exactly a year ago. So, I mean, what do you guys think about next gen? Like, I mean, Sony's about to. I mean, unless they are 
I'm so, horribly teasing us. I'm so that. weirded out about like this fall is going to be bizarre because there's so many mm-hmm. good games still coming out for old systems. Yeah, we just found we out GTA don't, got delayed GTA in September. In September mm-hmm. we, which could be next gen. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know if we can play our old games on those new systems. We Probably don't know can't. if there's backwards that's compatibility. That's the big thing that would bother yeah. me. Like, and great, the I have Wii U, to leave my PS3 plugged in. Yeah, well, that's, that's Wii U is going to have something are, huge too. I, you know, I, I, came in, I came in this morning discussing this because like I run our features team, and I was like, "There's got to be a conversation we can have here." And I guess we can have part of it right here. But I was sort of yeah. saying, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> hijacking your show." Woo. I was sort of saying fun. like, "This is the first time ever where we had we have these perfectly." working wonderful still good consoles connected to my television right now and i'm gonna be like nope taking 800 bucks to get a new one i'm gonna buy buy a ps4 and take out my ps3 and put it where this has been because i'm not gonna hook it up my my tv is 35 it's not like wii u or like the wii needed to come up to the hd generation exactly like when the wii u came out i was like yes because my wii had been dead for a year like i wasn't playing anything on it like here's like they're still they're They've just now figured out how to make the very most of the PS3 or the Xbox. Like, like when, I, when I did the, the Wii true. to Wii U system you know? transfer and I had to turn on my Wii, I was like, oh, man, this is like a ghetto over here. Yeah. This is old. It feels gross. Like, yeah. I don't even want to touch this yeah. shit. That's, I mean, it's so crucial right now to have the 60 gigabyte PS3, which plays PS2 games and mm-hmm. PS1 games. Yeah. Because if you don't have that, then you have no – like, that's what's so cool about the, that PS3 that they stopped doing. They're, if you didn't know, ago, yeah. none of the PS3s now are backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you have that, you can play upscaled PS2 games yeah. and Ps one games. Right. So, Still, I'm, so I'm you, gonna, can, you can buy, keep it for that. I'm going to buy The Last of Us in May because it looks amazing, <laughs> yeah. and it's one of the best-looking video games of all time. But I'm going to be sitting there the whole time going, man, what are this old crap I'm playing? I can't wait to hear you feel that way. I, it was so, it's so funny. I, I got a new TV this week, and I – freaking love it and i was yeah. like what am i gonna do what are so i started watching like lord of the rings on blu-ray i was like this is amazing yeah. and then it's like i put it i was like what game is gonna show off like something great i'm like all these games are like they're working on better graphics right now like far cry this is stupid now yeah because i just know there's something great like around the corner yeah. like whatever they're doing now it's like i can see i can see the the textures there aren't don't look that good uh, yeah, it's, it's just like, like but there are games though. that do look amazing right i now. know and we're like, like nope not good enough get them out the door throw them in the trash <laughs> we need new consoles connected to our television I mean, that's the weird thing is, is like i don't i don't know when when 360 showed up and when ps3 showed up from my recollection like for for the most part i think we were kind of ready we were yeah. like okay this time it feels oh, we like... we were totally ready. The dump between Xbox and Xbox 360 was yeah. like... And they cut it off prematurely, yeah. too. They cut it off after four years. But the weird mm-hmm. thing to me is that, like, this time around, we're still getting quite good games. I mean, there's going to be a lull probably in June, and there's going to be a in July probably. But, like, you know, we're getting, like, Splinter Cell in yeah. August. We're getting GTA in September. Gears of War, um, Last of Us. Yeah. Like, there are a bunch of AAA this, titles coming out this, this year. this is not counting all the crap that I still haven't fully played already. And... Then what am I supposed to do? Go switch what are you, over what to are you going to do if you buy GTA for your PS3 this September and it doesn't work on your PS4 this October? Weird. I mean, yeah. I would not be surprised to see a bunch of games um, downloadable be stuff on both. Work. I think they'll be on both. Sure, I just yeah, think that's, that's going to be. Guess. But then that's going to be weird, right? Do you? Are you, they have that for 360 a lot? Sure. I remember yeah, and, that. I mean, like, both, and both that was why I didn't care about a lot of stuff. Like, or how excited are you going to be when you go buy your PS4 and you're like, oh, I can buy the same things on the system that I already own. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. for eight hundred dollars less. <laughs> you know, it'll be like the N64 expansion pack. It'll <laughs> be like twelve more characters on <laughs> screen. And I'm sure the Sony Defense Force is going to show up right now and be like, well, what are you saying? Are you saying we use better? And I'm like, no, I'm just saying specific to analyzing whether I care about a PS4 or a new Xbox, like. If more or less what I can get on it is yeah. just ports of what I can already get on the system I already own, and I can play all those other games that I like playing that I haven't played yet. Rich, you, your entire last sentence was a whole argument against the Wii U's launch. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, no but I mean, yeah. I, we even some people this morning were just like naturally assuming that you'll be able to play PS3 games on your PS4. Why would you assume that? Yeah. Oh God, Scott Lowe's staring at us. I bet he has the room booked it too. Scott Lowe thinks things, and we say, Hi, "Get Scott out." Lowe. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, we're almost done. Well, just let's do your tech fetish now. Sort of fetish All right, so welcome to out. tech fetish. I'm Sorry. Scott Lowe. Fresco, 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 motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. All right, any we'll we'll be talking more about next gen stuff because yeah, I mean, no, I figured we covered it all right now. Yeah. I, I think we should do a podcast like an MVC in like three let's, weeks. Yeah, that's we like should do a podcast mock, mocking Sony. <laughs> and just, let's like, not. No. Let's uh, not. Well, actually, that's 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 one one quick thing. Their controller's supposed to have touch. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Rumor and the oh. share button. They yeah. got the idea from the move, guys. It's you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yep. Cool. All right. So uh, thanks for listening to another Super NVC. You can write us at nvc at ign dot com or uh, follow, follow really, us on our various. We really stories. need to do reader questions one of these days, and we'll do reader questions <laughs> next, time. next time. Yeah. Next time, but we do need to get out of here now uh, so I can eat pizza. Okay. Yeah. So thanks for thanks for coming in, guys, and uh, yep. talk to you soon. Bye. See you. Bye. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.